For too long, the big questions of Dungeons and Dragons have remained unanswered. Generations of nerds too afraid to really get down to the serious business. But no longer. Two heroes have emerged with the skills, knowledge, and bravery to tackle the biggest questions. Questions like... How should we cast the Muppets? Curse of Strahd. Hello, this is We Didn't Roll For This. Spawned from those questions that stop play, haunt players, and confound dungeon masters. We are here to probe and lay these queries to rest. I'm Dustin. And I'm Kaylin. And we're joined by the one and only Bard in the Yard, the smoothest soul. Smoothest soul? <laughs> oh, fuck, I fucked it. I'm going to start again. And I'm Kaylin, and we're joined by the one and only Bard in the Yard, the smoothest soul on Twitch.tv, with a plus 20 on Charisma, and is known as an egg aficionado. Hello and welcome, Bard in the Yard. Hello, and thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, welcome to our, our little podcast. Would you like to talk to us about your experience with tabletop RPGs. Oh, I have been uh, playing TTRPGs on and off for 10 or 12 years now, I want to say. I've done I played a lot of D&D 5th edition, mm. uh, played things like Paranoia, um, Call of Cthulhu, uh, Vampire the Masquerade, just a lot of a lot of one-shots in areas, but I've DM'd D&D for, again, on and off for about 10 years uh, and have had nothing but fun creating weird and wonderful adventures. It's so much fun, isn't it? I just... It is. So what is what makes you never want to put your dice away? Like, what do you love the most? Oh, uh, I... It's usually the character building. Uh, when I sit down and actually roll the dice and put together a character... All I want to do is suddenly put them in a world and see how they function and see how they run uh, and tell their weird, wonderful stories. The best thing about being a DM is over the years, I've gotten past all of the characters that I've put so much heart and soul behind the backstory and the connections and things like that. And I've gotten to just some of the weird characters where it's like, it'd be cool if this could happen. And then around that, I've built a wonderful backstory and and more heartwarming moments but it usually starts off with just a real dumb idea yeah they're the best the the dumb ideas are the ones i'm always the most attached to <laughs> oh, for sure. I, I will <laughs> die by my dumbest character like it's like must protect him <laughs> uh well we've brought you on today to discuss something um that you you really love discussing casting Muppet movies, but of other franchises, other films, just other worlds. So we thought the perfect thing would be to bring you on to talk about if we could cast a Muppet movie of Curse of Strahd. Um, I, um, our, yeah. I am so excited and uh, encourage everyone. This is the best party game is to take any piece of classic literature and uh, just cast it as a Muppet movie, mm -hmm. abiding by the rules that there has to be one human 
and that uh, Gonzo and usually Rizzo are the narrators. After that, go wild. And uh, Curse of Strahd, I am very excited to tell. Yes, me too. Um, what I think we should start with is who's the human? So if we're looking at past classic literature Muppet moments, the two that we draw from the most are going to be A Muppet Christmas Carol mm-hmm. with Michael Caine as Ebenezer Scrooge. Yeah. And Muppet Treasure Island mm-hmm. with Tim Curry. Yeah. Both both actors uh, go above and beyond in these roles and I think take steps to uh, not only portray the role quite quite professionally and as if, if it were just any other production of it, but also still with the realism in uh, communicating with the Muppets and whatnot. And mm-hmm. it, usually these end up being somewhat of the villain or something like that. So I think it's going to have to be Strahd. The only real uh, unique approach to this mm-hmm. is that because it's a D&D party, um, you can have sort of like uh, the other characters we're going to be talking about are more built around the narrative of Strahd and of mm. Barovia. So the adventuring party itself could really end up being whatever we wanted yeah. and could have a human, but I think the strongest one is going to be Strahd. Yeah. Um, mm. I'm just going to uh, put a little spoiler warning out there for everybody. We are going to oh, be yes. giving away a lot of things to do with Curse of Strahd. So if you are not familiar with it, but you are um, intending to play it, maybe don't tune in. Um, I'm just going to say, because we're currently running Herds of Strahd, you're kind of safe. Um, <laughs> but yes, uh, I've, I'm in my Strahd campaign, uh, we are upending a lot of stuff. So it's not too, this is not going to be very spoilery for that i think but maybe just um senny antipode and squid cube is clown book of mac maybe just tune out of this one till till after the campaign potentially <laughs> yes Herz of strad live on twitch.tv slash we didn't roll for this every thursday night at 8 p.m australian eastern daylight time soon to be out on our sister podcast channel unrolled stories Yes. Okay. <laughs> so yes. Now, spoiler warning. Um, I think I agree Strad with that. Strad is a vampire. Strad. Strad is a vampire. Spoiler. Um, well, is the uh, character in the title of this campaign slash Muppet movie? Just it's not a different Strad in the title. It is. It is the Strad. It is the Strad. The Strad. Um, no, it doesn't chilling. turn out to be the Larry Strad. The lesser known brother, <laughs> and we just assumed the entire way through to be like, Well, they said Strahd, of course, it's this guy's so like, No, yeah. Larry Strahd, I'm Larry. The other thing I really want to do today is instead of using exactly, I don't want to see this as a casting of the campaign, I want to treat this like it's going to be a movie. So, I'd <laughs> like to actually adjust the plot so that, um, I think that we could make strad more of the main character may um there are some problematic themes in the curse of strad uh campaign and i think maybe that we could make this a movie where 
um, maybe one of the plots is that Strahd is looking for love. Like it's important that he's – because isn't there always a – in the other Muppet movies, there's always a conflict that the main human is trying to solve, mm-hmm. right? There's that yeah. whole am I a Muppet or am I a man song that um, is sung in – now I've completely forgot which Muppet movie that is, but that one—I think it's just the Muppets with the Jason Muppets. Siegel. Yes, yeah, Jason Segel's amazing um, song, uh, which was nominated for an Oscar. Don't think it won. Uh, I'm just gonna—that's true. Uh, whether it is or not, it is now. <laughs> I think it was it performed just at the Oscars. Maybe I don't know. Anyway, um, so maybe yeah, could it be that? I think it it could be part romance, so Strahd looking for love, because in the in the campaign he kind of is <laughs> in one the way love, or another the love of his reincarnated, um, I'd say obsession, <laughs> lost love that ran off with his brother <laughs> and died, <laughs> and then, well. Died, yes. Yes, died. We can say died. Um, but what else would Strad? what does Strad want? What's driving this story? Well, I think an element of this, because the, the woman we're talking about is Irina, mm-hmm. uh, who it, the, I think what should end up happening is similar to Am I a Man or Am I a Muppet? Mm-hmm. And either having... Uh, is it, it's Irina who has died, and then it's Il, uh, who's the woman who is alive who he is confused. No, Irina is alive. Uh, Irina. Yeah. Irina is the reincarnation, and then her original name is just um, in this wiki that I have up. Is it like Ileana or something? It's really similar. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Irina Koliana is their. Um, I am alive now name and he believes that she is the reincarnation of I don't know so we'll say uh his dead partner um, Jimmy Fallon got it Jimmy Fallon um if you have a either a real human as the dead partner or a real human as the alive one and the other one is a muppet so the idea of looking at uh, someone and being like you are the reincarnation of my past love and then seeing a portrait of her and it's janice from dr teeth and the electric mayhem or something yeah just be like i don't i don't think that is me i don't be think like, that's true but okay <laughs> no you're the spitting image it's th- it clearly the same person tatiana 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 um okay well i think what if because thinking about am I a man or am I a Muppet, maybe mm-hmm. I think in the story his it's his family, like his mother had really is the one who I think was, was, was it her who started the war and stuff? So maybe it's about am, am, I, like, am I like my parents or can I be my own man? Like can I make my own, like, Maybe everybody in Barovia fears him, but is that really who he is? Like, I how mean, do I belong in this world? There, so something that has always interested me with uh, the world of Barovia and stuff, to my knowledge, Strahd 
is not necessarily a leader in this world. He's more of no. just a constant threat. He's not creating laws. He's not doing anything to be like, no, 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 I must have bread. You must have money and things must be paid for and whatnot. It seems as though the people who have been trapped in Barovia are actually just doing all of this mm. out of familiarity and necessity for some sense of normal life. And Strahd just kind of, Strahd is almost like a cat just wandering mm. around looking for new things to play with. Okay, I've read the thing because now I should have done this before because I mean, <laughs> absolutely not actually running this campaign right now and I've forgotten all the details. So let's just uh, gloss over that a little bit. Um, so Strahd is a count and a prince, a soldier and a conqueror. When his father died, um, he Strahd waged long bloody wars against his family's enemies and the queen actually really uh, was fearful of Strahd and then kept her younger son, Sergei, away from the war. Um, Strahd envied mm-hmm. the love and attention that his mother uh, showed upon his brother um, and then when there's peace, Strahd was restless but also he didn't really want to go the way of his father. So he studied magic, made a pact with dark powers, um, brought a lot of wizards and artisans to the Valley of Barovia, commanded them to raise a magnificent castle um, and named it Ravenloft after his mother to demonstrate his love for her. Um, He insisted that his mother and brother come to Barovia to stay with him um, and... Then when his attention turned to Tatiana, a young, beautiful woman um, of fine lineage, he decided she was a worthy bride, lavished her with gifts and attention, but she fell in love with his younger brother. So um, he Mm. allowed them to just sort of get married and find love because, you know, he's like, it's my brother. But then he murdered his brother. Um, drank his brother's blood to seal the evil, the dark power pact. Um, and then Tatiana held herself off of a castle balcony to escape his pursuit. So there's a little family history um, for those who are not familiar. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So besides, besides looking for love, <laughs> is the honor, is it like the, um, Christmas Carol, is there a redemption arc for Strahd as the main character? I mean, it it could be. We It could end up being an approach like uh, Wicked, where we're learning more about him uh, on his own or his individual motives separate oh. from the persona being presented. So the idea okay. of this very strong person who is... Uh, deadly to practically everyone maybe even hitting a point of being like (laughs) i can't believe i'm bringing up maybe it's like shrek the musical or just shrek (laughs) where it's the idea of like if you're going to label me a monster then i'm gonna be a monster and i'm gonna do the worst things uh again just this idea of like build i i don't know his limits on barovia in terms of creation Mm -hmm. but in the mindset of like i built this world for me and to bring people into it almost like i'm trapping friends here and then no one (laughs) wanted to be there and everyone just 
called him yeah. a monster. Yeah, I think he himself is cursed there because he tried to bring his mother and his brother there, and it just and you know he used a lot of magic to create the castle Ravenloft. This is my interpretation of it, um, and then sort of through the dark pact that he made and the terrible, terrible, terrible actions that he he did that has that's what's trapped him and everybody else there but i could mm-hmm. see like if it was a wicked situation or a even a maleficent situation where we're learning about these villains maybe it's everything that he did he was doing for his family but they just would not see that or show him love and he actually maybe it's like he actually yeah. sacrificed a lot for them um it's still very ill-placed like i did all this stuff to you so you owe me you owe me love (laughs) extremely problematic but it could be a good like insight into that Mm -hmm. there is um a batman comic arc uh with harold titch the mad hatter in the world of batman and the Mad Hatter is known for mind control technology and always talks about finding his Alice, all this kind of stuff. But there's an arc where he had been uh, kidnapping people and bringing them into this warehouse or this giant building where he had been setting up mind control devices essentially to recreate this day that was perfect to him. It was when he was with someone that he was in love with and he truly just, he wanted that moment to last forever. And so he kept, he would, he would kidnap all these people and bring them in and mind control them just to play the roles of everything that he wants, just so he could keep living that day and live in that happy world. And based on what I remember in the story of Strahd, he does have to repeat the ritual that, uh, he did on that wedding. Mm. Uh, so it, it could be similar to that. This idea of like bringing everyone in and trapping them there mm-hmm. with the hope of getting it right. Like if yeah. I just have one more chance, I can actually get and this it, right. Yeah. It does feel like everybody in Barovia just exists around whatever he's doing. Like it implies that Arena wouldn't be the only reincarnation of Tatiana. So He's doomed yeah. to repeat his, his actions until he learns something. Also, that uh, Batman thing you said just really reminds me a lot of WandaVision, um, mm-hmm. which we don't have to discuss in detail. But I'm like, that sounds really familiar. Why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So, all right. So we're saying the story is... Um, him, maybe it is he's trying to rewrite in this new time what had happened in the way he wanted it to go, which is that he didn't kill his brother and his brother and his mother have a good relationship with him and Tatiana loves him and everybody will be happy for him and that the people in the world don't see him as a monster but kind of revere him as like a good guy in the story. How does that sound? Yeah, I I really like the sound of it. And I think, again, that that mindset of like wanting to put the pieces back, mm-hmm. wanting to, to clean up the mess and put everything back to the way it was, if yeah. that almost seems like a goal throughout 
of mm-hmm. just like I just I'm trying to get things back to the way they were, mm-hmm. but on the outside to everyone else, it's just you've trapped people here. It's very You're misguided way a, of doing a it. Powerful villain, mm-hmm. and you can't be stopped. And so an adventuring party is coming in and essentially just hears from the townspeople a monster. Yeah. That that thing on the hill over there in that castle, that's a monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then we cut to I've, him singing a song about am I a monster or am I a Muppet or am I a man? Yeah. <laughs> and it's a good sequel song to Jason Siegel's. <laughs> there we go. It's I a think sequel. <laughs> there's also a question of is is him attacking the party as he does throughout kind of taunting them, but leaving them for dead his way of saying like, I'm trying to warn you. Yeah. Just stay away. Don't get in the way of this. From his perspective, he's not trying to kill them. He is just like, no, leave me alone. I'm doing this thing. So it'd be interesting to kind of paint the adventurers as the villains a little like not listening to what he said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel like we're in a good place where we can now start casting casting roles. Yeah. Who's the rest of them? Do we start from the top or do we start from the bottom? Do you want to start with the Tatiana Irina? Yeah, who are the main cast characters of this adventure? Okay, well we've got we've got okay, start with Strad. Strad's the human. Who, which human actor are we getting to play Strahd? I think the balance with this mm-hmm. is you don't want an actor who everyone is just going to point to and say, oh, it's that actor. Okay. Like you don't, we'll say Tom Hanks or something, just because Tom Hanks, everyone knows. Mm-hmm. You don't want yeah. Tom Hanks in that role because everyone's just going to point and be like, that's Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. You want someone who could be cast in this role. And mm-hmm. could bring a level of realism to it mm-hmm. that would make you believe this story above and beyond the actual actor. Okay. So my my two pitches. Mm-hmm. One, I genuinely think Robert Pattinson could bring a level of uh, seriousness to this. Yeah. Uh, that would be genuine. And the other one that I think I like slightly more is Colin Farrell. I think Colin Farrell could bring a, a very Ooh. heartache love to this, and you would never—he would never have that appearance of like I'm talking to Muppets. Mm. There would be a level yeah. of seriousness to it. I do wonder, just because you said Robert Pattinson, what about Daniel Radcliffe? Because he's kind of got this darkness. He can—he does have a bit of range. I think he's gotten enough past Harry Potter now. Um, just as a, that's just a little seed mm. there. Um, there has been a suggestion of Nicolas Cage, and I would argue it depends which Nicolas Cage you're getting. Yeah, that's a dangerous, <laughs> um, like, cast. Yeah, I think that's very volatile. <laughs> the, the thing with Nicolas Cage or even Daniel Radcliffe is there is still a level of suaveness to Strahd. Mm-hmm. And I, I yes. think that, like, Daniel Radcliffe, I've seen in you don't a, a think... range of roles. I think he's going to have more manic yeah. than he will suave. I think we would want, some, maybe not this, but something close to, like, a Tom Hiddleston. Just a, a level a of, like... Pace. 
a Lee Pace. Lee Pace. Lee Pace would be great. I think Lee Pace is at the top of my list. Um, so you don't think that Nicolas Cage and Face Off is swap? I think Nicolas Cage and Face Off, both of them are trying to do an impression of the other one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that one... Yeah. And I don't know if they've taught. I will say that I genuinely I love Nicolas Cage, and I yeah. have seen both the good and the bad of his stuff. I think uh, one of his recent movies, Pig, mm-hmm. is a great exploration mm-hmm. of him taking a more uh, dramatic and serious approach to things and having these mm-hmm. really open conversations and whatnot, compared to something like um, even Wally's Wonderland, where he's mm-hmm. not talking at all, uh, or um, Whatever the yeah. one, the recent movie they did with the tiger shirt, and I can't think of for yeah. whatever reason. I do think, like I, I did genuinely think about Idris Elba, but I do wonder if he's too big for this role. Um, I also think John Hamm would be good, except I don't think I could get past him being Don Draper. Yeah, that and it- we in that kind of role because of the. Maybe Earl, if if this was start of Mad Men or just pre Mad Men, yes, mm-hmm. John Hamm instantly. He's got he's got that presence. He can do the serious, also a little bit of humor. He has he has the charisma, but I think he's too big now, too in, engrossed in that. You would look at him I would, and yeah, I would agree, and yeah. I think that. There, there is the same with Idris Elba. I think there is still that level of looking at him and being like, I don't know if this is something you would get cast in mm. necessarily. Uh, I, I think Idris Elba could bring a lot of drama to it, um, but I, I don't know if the, it would fit within the world as much. Mm, Taika Waititi. Taika could. He mm. has, he has done a a vampire role before in a comedy sense true but he he i think you could get a comedy element plus a serious because if you think about um jojo rabbit Mm -hmm. that was a very comical character but there were serious moments um even in like boy and stuff like that i think he has that Mm -hmm. he has the capability of talking to muppets like they're real people yeah yeah, And I, I think that is a key element is mm. being able to have that conversation with a Muppet and uh, with what we've painted with the Strahd story to be able to kind of tell of heartache and anger towards them and not feel like <laughs> he's yelling at a Muppet. <laughs> it's being real silly kind of thing. Like you want yeah. him to yeah. yell, go away and feel scared. Yeah, I think... What I also like about Taika Waititi is he's not like, he's not an Arnie Hammer. He's not like, you don't look at him and go, he's Superman. Like, he's not too pretty. <laughs> I think he's an attractive man, but I like, he doesn't have that. Um, you also kind of want to make it make sense. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, mm-hmm. he's not, I don't read Strahd as particularly overly charismatic. Like, you know. Um, okay. Not in that way. Like you're not going to look at him and going, "Ooh, bite me, daddy." Um, it's just, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't like Johnny Depp, so I'm going to veto Don- Johnny Depp. Yeah. Uh, 
I I think I'm coming around to your Lee Pace idea though. But yeah, Lee Pace. I, I am I am liking it because he's not going to be attached to other characters in my yes, head. Exactly. But he's also going to be so serious in this role that yes, it's going to come across like well, I and would say almost perfectly. He can play that he thinks he's beautiful, mm-hmm. and he could. He's he does kind of have this commanding presence in a way. Um, I really like Lee Pace. He can he also, also be. He would be towering over the Muppets mm-hmm. in a fantastic way. Yeah, he also can do the like the the sad puppy, like you know. Yeah, absolutely. So if we're looking at Lee Pace for Strad, mm-hmm. and if we want to do the um, the uh, Irina Tatiana. Uh, Muppet to human thing. First off, do we want Tatiana to be the Muppet or do we want Irina to be the Muppet? I think Irina should be the Muppet and the Okay. And Tatiana should be the human. So like you see because then while there are portraits of her and everything as a human, yeah. She's not a human presence in most of the movie. Because mm-hmm. I don't I'd rather that he acts the scenes with a Muppet, mm-hmm. like goes Tatiana, but it's Arena, and, and you he's could holding have flashbacks, holding a Muppet's hand. Yeah, and imagine like a song sequence with flashbacks, and it goes from him holding a Muppet's hand, yeah, to, him to a human her hand. <laughs> yeah, and I I love the idea that you said, which was just like to everybody else, they do not look the same. Yeah. Yes. But he sees her soul and he knows that it's her. <laughs> then if we're looking at something like that and someone opposite Lee Pace, who I think could still bring something like that. In my mind, I, I don't think Miss Piggy is going to end up being Irina. No. Uh, I think, honestly, Miss Piggy yeah. could be Strahd's mom. Yes. Um, I yes. do like that. Like the flashback I'm, mom. Or... Yes. Mm-hmm. ghost mom yeah depending and if it's that then i i would say maybe janice for um for irena, irena? or well, if we wanted to get real silly you could do chicken uh, Camilla, the chicken yes uh. we had the same <laughs> i like <Yeah. laughs> i've been imagining the chicken as irena and i really Just, want that your eyes are so beautiful. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Can we please? Uh, I really want the chicken yeah. as Irina. Okay. I mean, even that, I think that, that takes fits a... the narrative of like some of the narrative of the Muppets of the chicken is married to what is it? Who's married? To Gonzo. Chicken? Gonzo. There it is. <laughs> I don't know if they're officially married, but they are well, uh, very close. Does close. that mean can Gonzo be Sergey? Yeah. Oh, I'm then, but, well. No, uh, Gonzo has to be the narrator. Well, the, could the narrator be Sergey? Because Sergey's be the... dead in this story. Yeah. Oh, Sergei's yeah, dead. that would work. Sergey is absolutely dead, so he could be the narrator. There is there is an ending for one of for like an ending of Curse of Strahd where everything is the right ending, the good ending, where the the ghost of Sergey comes back for Irina and takes her away. Uh, to, to, you know. 
Tatiana instead, of course. So uh, Gonzo, it's sort of, it's revealed that Gonzo is Sergei at the end and then he just swoops in and looks into the chicken's eyes and then they they walk off into the mist. Yeah, I I think that'd be perfect. Uh, who is our human for um, Tatiana then? I, I don't have like a strong feeling towards it. I'm not set on this, but because I was looking at vampire actors, I do want to say Evan Rachel Wood, uh, mm. just because I think she could be powerful, but also uh, that sort of loving embrace. And then uh, seeing portraits of her throughout and just being like, clearly, these two are the exact same and be like, I don't see it. Yeah. <laughs> what is great about her as well is just like... I could see her reincarnated as a chicken. Yeah. Because she's kind of got this very classic beauty, but she also does seem... Look, I don't I don't see Irina as as strong as Tatiana because Tatiana was strong enough to rebuff Strahd yeah. and go with his brother. And Evan Rachel yes. Wood is a badass mm-hmm. uh, all around. Yeah. I'm happy with that. Yeah. Okay. If there, if there are... Uh, other ones that you were thinking of uh, or anything that comes to mind, I am open to hearing oh, that. She was just one yeah. of the first ones I thought um, about. Leah, is it Sedu? I don't know how to pronounce her surname. Um, Sedu? She was like in James Bond. She was the that lady. Perhaps look her up. Sedu. She is also gorgeous. Yeah. Actually, oh. Hang on, hang on. I mean, what about Rachel Wise? Yeah. Uh, the Mummy. I do love mm. her. She kind of also has, like, with her natural hair color, the dark, that, you know, she's got darker hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't see her as a blonde. I don't, I don't think Tatiana would be blonde. Oh, I have another one. Um, what's her name? Damn it. Okay, what's the TV show? Ah, yeah. Hold on. Jodie Comer. Oh. Jodie Comer, who plays Villanelle in Killing Eve. I could see that one as well. Comer, you said? Yeah, C-O-M-E-R. A lot of these people I'm not familiar with entirely. I don't keep up with. Jodie Comer is now at the top of my list. Because I am a huge Jodie Comer fan. Yes, she's also in Free Guy, that movie with Ryan Reynolds. I think she I could... would kick ass, but she's also gorgeous. Because I'm also picturing the like gothic paintings of it. I could see it. Yeah. That's true, because yeah, what looks good with the gothic aesthetic? Her, for sure. Like she's The amount of the costumes she can be in. Yeah, I'm happy with that choice. Yes. Okay, so we've got Jodie Comer. We have... Uh, Lee Pace as Strat. We have narrator Gonzo as Sergey. We have the chicken did, as Irina. Did Sergey have yeah. uh, a squire for Rizzo? I mean, he could. Like, okay. yeah, he could. I don't know if there's any stories. There's nothing written in. Um, I think partly because he's dead. To be honest, like he doesn't get a lot of. Uh, <laughs> 
that maybe it is the ghost of Sergei telling his story to his squire or a bard who is meant to tell his story to others mm-hmm. outside of Barovia. Yeah. Yeah, I, he could just be a bard. Rizzo could just be a bard. I like that. Like he's telling okay. his side of the story. Mm. What about uh, Blinks, Blinksy? Blinks, Blinsky? The toy maker. Oh. Who makes, uh, who makes all the weird cursed toys yeah. and the dolls of Irina. Is Blinsky is good. Is Blinsky. Um. So I'm thinking um, I need to have my list of Muppets. I mean, that one might end up being Fozzy. Fozzy Bear? Yeah. Just the idea of building uh, toys and, uh, I mean, in the style of Muppets, also pranks and gags and things like mm. that. Hear me out. Doc- mm-hmm. Dr. Bunsen Honeydew as Blinsky. I could see that. Uh, the question like, then would fall: Where does Beaker fall in? Is Bling or is Beaker uh, one of the toys? Um, no, because Blinsky uh, lets Rectavio have his monkey. Can Beaker be the monkey? Um. So Rick, Rectavio slash uh, what's his name? The other name that he has. Rectavio. Uh, uh, um. Oh. Uh, Van Richten. Rudolf Van Richten, um, who is also hunting Strad, has a, is it a tiger or a leopard or so, a big cat, and he has a monkey. But the monkey is actually Blinsky's monkey that he got to have. So Beaker could be that monkey, <laughs> but just Beaker. Well, <laughs> I would say sh- there is a monkey in the Muppets mm-hmm. named uh, Sam... Or Sal Manella. <laughs> Look, okay, I, I'm not making Muppet history up here. Sal this is what we're Manella. looking at, all right? Okay, I've just found it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just, I'd rather it be Beaker. I just, be, I reckon Beaker could be like, seem like a toy, like almost like a, you know, the toy monkeys with the symbols, but is is sentient. And um, so it's Beaker and he's just got the symbols on his hands. And eats peanuts that Rictavio gives <laughs> Jeez. I was thinking of, um, oh, who is it? I guess from the Muppet movie and stuff, the 80s robot. Because there is 80s robot in the world of the Muppets, uh, which is an actual robot toy. Mm-hmm. Oh. Because they could just be in, there's also in Castle Raven, loft there is piddlewick who is Mm -hmm. that weird cursed doll um that you can find if you're like trying to escape or search ravenloft and i think it is a little violent and stuff so like there's opportunities here for like the robot maybe that maybe the monkey to be those toys and have them have more of a role when they pop up because blinsky doesn't just make one thing and yeah. I also love the idea yeah. that Blinksy, that because in the in Curse of Strahd, you walk past the store and you just see this doll, and it's like weird because it looks exactly like Irina. That they just walk past and there's just toy chickens, <laughs> bunch of toy chickens, it's like, uh, just a bunch of toy chickens. Yeah. Well, I would say my top 
is uh, Blinsky fairly evil in look? Hmm. Um, my or animal? <laughs> animal could. I was thinking scooter. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, I could see that. Or uh, who's the other one? I mean, pops would be a good one. Um, he's kind of just like a jester-looking fellow in the book. There's also uh, Uncle Deadly, and Uncle Deadly is just like a mean-looking dragon person. Uh, well, there is a dragon in Curse of Strahd for the manor of... There's a manor that has a dragon spirit that lives there. I definitely like the idea of that being Uncle Deadly and the idea of like, ooh, beware, a dragon spirit lives here. And Uncle Deadly walking out and being like, hello, it's me, the dragon spirit. There is a, a there is a Muppet Dracula. I, I'd love if like, you know... <laughs> You've got Vosthold. You've ah uh, yes yes yes. It it would be very funny if um Lee Pace as Strad just like is at a tavern lamenting something and Dracula Muppet just <laughs> the Count and Dracula Muppet just show up and like hey buddy <laughs> what oh, is sorry what is wrong. <laughs> You seem sad. Didn't, didn't realize that you were already here. We'll go. We'll go. We know. Not too we many know. of us want location. We get it. <laughs> I just I just check my chalice of blood and mm. I, I will leave. Okay. I mean wine. <laughs> Not everyone oh, here, oh, but you know. Just wine. <laughs> you all know. So we have I, talked about um, the idea that that we of Strad. Uh, playing every character in like the world and that everybody's yeah. around him going like just humoring him it would be very very funny if there was a scene where he was trying to like maybe learn what either the villagers like or Irina likes because he wants to improve himself and to do that he just pretends to be he's just the shopkeeper in every shop that they visit in <laughs> so like Irina and some villagers come in to buy bread and he's like and it's definitely <laughs> I'd love to insert that into this movie I think if you if he's running in and we see like uh oh I don't know um maybe uh New Zealand or something at a shop and just being like right before they walk in seeing the Muppet get dragged down beneath the uh <laughs> the counter and Lee Pace <laughs> coming up with some very <clears throat> small variation of what it was. So like New Zealand has uh, his like mustache and spiky hair and yeah. ruffled sort of thing. And if he just had like a small thing that he put around yeah. and was like, ah, it's me. <laughs> and then having to figure out what the shop is. Be yes. like, hi, what do you sell here? Ah, I sell <laughs> boomerang fish, I guess. And then they're um. like, how much, how much is a loaf of bread? And he's like, 200 gold. And they're like, that seems like a lot. And oh, uh. 100 gold. And they're like, no. And he's like, Two gold <laughs> until he like gets it. <laughs> like mm, copper. 
<laughs> just give me whatever um, whatever you think it is worth. Bre- bread is free on Tuesdays <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you oh my my cash register doesn't deals. work uh where are you going next oh you need to go buy uh buy a hat okay the, uh just uh help yourself to bread bye-bye I'm on break <laughs> just and then up in that store. <laughs> At one point, just cutting to, like, someone in the doorway of a tavern, watching Strahd run across the town, (laughs) shedding clothes, (laughs) dropping things everywhere, just running into building after building and being like, is that 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 Strahd guy? Is that? Uh, I don't know what's going on. Oh, so you you were here uh, on holiday. You've heard of Strahd? He's very handsome. Don't you think? Yeah, I hear he's he's a really good sport. Oh my gosh, he's come up with so many good ideas for this town. I mean, I don't know if you heard, we have bread now, and like that's incredible. Yes, Strahd, you know? Yeah, yes, Strahd. (laughs) A monster? No, he's, I mean, some monsters are like cuddly and uh, very nice. Maybe he's like that kind of monster? No? Yes. Maybe? Maybe? (laughs) Well, okay, so something I think we need to address then. Mm -hmm. Yes. Is so we have some of the big characters. You have Kermit, you have Fozzie, uh, you have Rolf, uh, you have oh, I don't know who else would they throw in there. I mean, you could have Animal uh, yeah. with that, and I think yeah. they should be the adventuring party. Okay. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Yes. I'm I'm vibing on an adventuring party that does not make sense. So I do like. Oh. Okay. Like. Animal, Kermit. I do like, like, what would animal be? Barbarian? I mean, that would be the obvious one, but I do like the idea of everyone assuming that he's a barbarian. Then it's like, no, animal wizard! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> or even sorcerer or something with, like, bard? wild magic. I mean, he's a, he is a bard, so, like... Well, yeah, I think if we're looking at that, then you're going to have Rolf, who plays piano, and Fozzie, who tells jokes... You could have Kermit and the three bards. Yes. Well, so what would Kermit be then? I mean, I would guess Paladin, but maybe that is the struggle with this is the idea of like, I'm doing good. I have to do good in this world and I have to rid it of evil. Mm-hmm. And Strahd being like, but I'm not evil. Yeah. I'm just trying to fix things. Yes. I do you like the idea that the other three people, three Muppets in the um, the party are bards because I think that gives us the opportunity to insert songs. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And just it makes so much sense that maybe they would all, like, Fozzie does vicious mockery and they're just, like, terrible jokes. <laughs> and then you have... <laughs> yeah, I really <laughs> like that. Um, and I like the conversations being had of being like, oh, well, Ralph... Bard, obviously playing music, animal, uh, maybe a bard barbarian kind of mm-hmm. thing, like a mixture and and plays the drums really loud and mm-hmm. them being like, Fozzie, you're a bard, right? Yeah. Sing? No. <laughs> no, I, I, I tell jokes. Uh that's that's how I cast spells. And then so. I and Statler and Waldorf Dorf, I think, just 
just always there to comment on what the party is doing and criticize yeah. their performances. <laughs> they're at every tavern. They're just <laughs> every tavern. It always cuts to the balcony, no matter where they are. <laughs> are they? Are they like one of the Vistani then? Oh yes, they're. <laughs> Statler and Waldorf are just the two Vistani plus Madame Ava. There's only three Vistani in this movie. Statler and Waldorf as themselves. So who would be Madame Ava? Uh, I think you could do the through line of, I mean, you could do Janice, but having uh, Miss Piggy as Madame Ava and then the later reveal of it oh. also being Strahd's mom. Ah, oh, yes. I like that. I really like that. Because that also means that Madame Ava and Kermit get time on screen together. Mm-hmm. As it should be. And that I think would be really cool to have her try to, apart from the card reading, which helps them defeat, go after Strahd, to have her start like fortune telling his love life. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. <sighs> well, uh, so is is Madame Ava the way they get trapped there? I know that she does the card reading and whatnot. I can't remember if it happens before they enter Barovia or after. No, it's in, when they're already in Barovia. Okay. Um, she seems to know why they're there and stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I like the idea of it being his mom mm-hmm. trying to help them stop him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do like that. Because she also has, like, Strahd's interests in mind, even in the book. Mm-hmm. Like, Madame Eva is pro-Strahd, but she also knows that Strahd has, is becoming a problem. Yeah. And then I can see a scene where, like, Strahd and his mother, Miss Piggy, Madame Eva, reconcile. And then she, like, and then Kermit says, like, oh, but he's, like, evil. I can't do a Kermit voice. Um, oh, he's evil. <laughs> Yeah, um, and then Miss Piggy just goes, hey and then, like, <laughs> it's just like, don't touch my son. <laughs> just beats him. Yeah, just, like, wails on him because that, that has to happen. Um, so we've also got to cast, I guess, uh, Van Richten slash Rictavio and um, Esmeralda, his protege. So can you describe these characters, what they they do in the story or what their main so motivation is? you come across Rictavio and he is, um, his whole deal is that he's been hunting for a way to destroy Strahd for some time. And um, I believe Esmeralda was who he was traveling with. I think they had a falling out, but... Um, she still searches for yeah. him, I believe, to like make sure things are okay. Um, but they're both they are both other characters that I, I believe are trying to destroy Strahd. Okay. Um, I believe mm, I've played him as this is where I always get foggy because of the way I decide to play those characters by what is actually written in the book. But I played yeah. him as quite like he's like I forget, what's his actual name? His actual name's Rictavio and Van... No, Van Richten's his actual name. No, Vectrin's is... Yeah. So he's like, I am Rictavio. I am just a normal person. And then... Um, <laughs> but he does it... He's like a hide and very, very obvious sight person to me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's like, <laughs> I am definitely who I say I am and nobody else. Hello. 
I have a monkey. Um, monkey. Yeah. He has a he has a wagon with a whole lot of stuff in it for his like little his hunting thing. Um, I think they're just dressed in very like quite nice clothing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Then I might suggest. I mean, if we're talking like very obvious uh, in hiding and that kind of thing, I might say Sweetums uh, because as much as Sweetums would love to to blend into things. Oh, uh, you're gonna notice Sweetums. Um, yeah, he's... yeah, Sweetums with a hat, like he's yeah. just like I am not Sweetums. I have a hat. And then just because the joke that is constantly in the movies and stuff is Sweetums always misses the ride or the car or whatever, and has to like go running after him and stuff. Um, and That's... I mean that one. That one you could put Janice next to it, but I was also thinking, um, oh, who is it? Not not necessarily a female part, but doing not Beauregard, Bean Bunny, Bean Bunny as the partner who is just this ever so tiny bunny. putting that next to Sweetums. What's it? What's the name? Bean Buddy. Bean, Bean Bunny. Bunny. I just think because uh, I don't see Esmeralda as like. I think Esmeralda oh, yeah. is better at things than Rictavio is a thing. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I've always seen her as a stronger female uh, vampire hunter than Rictavio. So m- maybe Janice actually works better, but Sweetums could be. Hmm. I mean, if you wanted, you could take the rest of the electric teeth and sort of um, fan out those characters and have Janice be the only one who's like, I actually know what's going on Uh, because Janice kind of gets I mean, she's a part of the band. But in my experience, I feel like she's kind of pushed to the side with it, though. The electric teeth or Dr. Teeth and the electric mayhem are definitely a, a collaborative group but if you're looking mm-hmm. at dr teeth is definitely their main one uh zoot is just sort of there uh janice against i mean she's playing guitar she's a part of it but i feel like she kind of gets pushed to the side animal is obviously taking a lot of it and then floyd pepper is on the bass and vocals i feel like uh she's kind of getting pushed to the side and if you have this as like her moment of being like i'm I'm not just a member of this band. I'm not just a member of this party, mm-hmm. but I, I actually know what's going on and people aren't really paying attention to me for it. Yeah. Um, it could fit better. Yeah. I do like the way that fits. I was also thinking, I know we kind of just keep going back and forth, um, but mm-hmm. it's just because I think of stuff. The, the hags. So there is a hag that is selling dream pasties. Mm-hmm. Um, she is, she's going from door to door. People become addicted to her dream pasties and then they give up their children for the pastries and they turn the children into the pastries. So there is, um, also there's three of them total. There's the main one and then her two children. Well, there are three witches in the Muppets. Uh, in too- early seasons, there was three unnamed witches. Is that too easy, though? I think, I mean, if we're looking at it, especially compared to other ones, 
they may drop in people that you recognize, but I think an an emphasis with the Muppets is that all of them are just as important as each other. Mm. And being able to drop in something like that puts them on the same level as having, you know, Sweetums and Bean Bunny and yeah, that's Kermit true. in the party and that kind of thing. Okay. All right. I was thinking for um there's Doru. Okay, so there is um what's the priest's name? Donovich. Donovich. So when you first meet Irina, there is a chapel and that's that's where you go to bring her father to be buried. And Father Donovich is at the church. And then in the basement he has chained uh Doru, who has been transformed into a vampire spawn um, and sent back to his father, Donovich, just in spite. So Donovich is keeping his son trapped uh, because he doesn't want to kill his son, but he also doesn't know how to free him from the curse. So you get to the church and there's just wailing. Um, could could Father Donovich be Dr. Bunsen and Beaker be Doru? That one I could see. Uh, the only other one that came to mind uh, for the priest specifically uh, was Swedish Chef. <laughs> there is another priest. There is one in Valakai. Okay. I'm mostly picturing him doing hymns and chants yep. and whatnot, but in his Swedish Chef style yeah. voice of dun, 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 dun. Yes. That kind of yeah, thing. that's more of the Valakai one because the one, because yeah. Father Donovich is just going crazy. Yeah. So I think Dr. Bunsen... He's barely a priest. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> it's like, what is that sound in your basement? And then he's like, don't, don't mind that. Yeah. Nothing. But then the Valakai one is you have more interactions with him. He's got uh, some sacred bones have been stolen from his church, which is supposed to protect the church. So there's a whole quest line with him. So that could be Swedish chef going, um, like giving the sermon going, um the bones are like I can't do the voice. I don't know why I was trying to say. It. Yeah, basically the bones are still here. It's everything's fine, and then the adventurers come, and it's like the bones are missing. I need the bones. Bork bork bork. Yeah. I'm sorry. I can weirdly do. I'm now realizing now that I can do way more Muppet voices than I thought I could. <laughs> And just going go. through this list, it's like, oh yeah, I can do Swedish. Okay. Oh yeah, I can do. I can do Fozzie too. Oh, I can do Miss Piggy. Wow, there's a lot of these. <laughs> wow. So there, I mean, there's so many characters in this in this campaign. I'm just picking out the ones that always are like big to me. So I do like Swedish right. Chef as the um, father, the priest in Valakai, whose name I'm just not. I'm not going to remember. So we've got Bunsen as Donovich and. Beaker as Doru. I always want to cast Pepe the Prawn as something. I don't yet know what. And, uh, yeah, do you have an idea? I always want to cast Pepe the Prawn as something stronger than he looks. Okay. So, so he, if there is a barbarian out. of some kind. Hear me out, because I was about to mention the next character I'd like to cast, which is Izek, the one-armed... Oh henchman of the burgomaster of Valakai who has a weird obsession with Irina 
and is the one who is commissioning the dolls and has a room just filled with dolls of Irina that are different levels of quality because Blinsky is getting better and better at making the dolls. I'd like the switch from the one-armed person to the four-armed person. Yes. <laughs> Maybe he's missing one arm, so he's three arms. Because he is supposed <laughs> to be menacing. Like, he's like this, he he is the strong arm of the law in Valakai for the, for the Burgermaster. Um, <laughs> I am so down for Pepe being, for, for being yeah. music. And just having a room full of chickens, <laughs> like chicken dolls. <laughs> because the whole thing with that is that he is describing to Blinsky this, I don't, is it that he's never met, has he met Irina? No, he, he has because Irina's probably his sister. They got lost in That's the woods right. a long time ago. Yeah. So he has an image of her in his mind or something, and he's always describing it to Blinsky to make these dolls. And he just gets better and better at describing her and Blinsky gets better at making them. Um, and I very much like the idea that Pepe is possibly related to Camilla. <laughs> but also yeah. just doing the weird, creepy thing with his arms of being like, ah, Camilla, you're so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> but she just has wings. So it's all <laughs> Yes, sing me your song. Uh, it's just like the days of old. <laughs> oh, you're my sister. Oh, that makes more sense. This is now oh. creepy. Okay. <laughs> Except oh. Pepe doesn't sound. What does Pepe sound like? Does Pepe... Pepe, have... Pepe I think... Um, oh, what is Pepe's accent? He's Latino, isn't he? Yeah, it's Pepino Rodrigo Serino <laughs> Gonzalez. He's from Madrid, Spain. That's what it is. Ah, he's Spanish. <laughs> Great, he's perfect. Are there any other of your favorite Muppets that you want to cast in this? Perhaps we should do it that way. Because um, I think I'm kind of at the bottom of the list of NPCs I felt it is important to cast um except I, yeah well i was gonna say that i think most of the other ones are gonna fill in in taverns mm-hmm. shopkeepers people like yeah. uh Beauber- beauregard um you could fit scooter in places having yeah. like a uh, newscaster muppet uh even you know statler and waldorf uh, kind of doing their own thing i think those are going to help fill in the town mm-hmm. and much like in uh you know the muppet literature movies you can have humans mixed in there they're yeah. just not prominent characters mm-hmm. so i have like two groups of characters that i just think we should touch on before we wrap up that mm-hmm. is the were ravens because they are an important faction um and also werewolves because you have the wizards, the family running the Wizards of the Wine, and that's like a whole, the were-raven sort of group. And then you've got a whole bunch of werewolves. Now, I know you have you have the eagle. Sam the eagle, yeah. Yeah. Uh, a perfect were-raven. If yeah. it just, it's him, but his feathers turn black. <laughs> yes. It'd be like, you, no, you, can't you didn't do know this about me, but. Bro. You can't oh, no. do blackface. Oh, I'm a raven. <laughs> raven face. Um, and 
I guess just other characters could just have, like, because I've seen a picture of Kermit just with a pig nose, like, on string around his head. So it could yeah. just be other Muppets with, like, very obviously fake beaks and, like, feathers, like, they're just holding fake wings. <laughs> yeah, I, I could see that. Um, I think, uh, I don't know. I mean, you could have, like, the pigs in space end up being the werewolves. <gasps> Werepigs. Uh, like that cast. Yeah, werepigs. Okay, I'm down with changing werewolves to werepigs. I think that would be very funny. Is there like one wolf character? Could they be could there be one wolf and everybody else is pig? Um I mean Rolf is technically a dog. Um Did we already cast Rolf as something? Cuz otherwise Rolf, we could do Rolf is in the party. He's one of the bars. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, there are they... wolves looking looking at like big no, yeah, the big bad wolf of the Muppet Classic Theater. Yeah. Actually, you know what you do? Mm. Uh, you take just everyday Muppet characters, and then the werewolf you switch out with the wolf from the Neverending Story, and just have that sort of switch of being like, "Oh, it's me, Robin." Just little old frog here. Let me get into the bush, and comes back out, and it's just this giant, <sighs> even more realistic-looking head. And that's yeah. what makes it terrifying is it's not we're no longer looking at a Muppet. We are looking at something no. truly terrifying. It is an awful gosh, that's way worse. <laughs> and that's like kind of perfect. It's just very the, the pigs in space wow. pigs could actually be um there is that family in Valakai, the nobles that don't like the Burgermaster. Uh, I forgot. Oh, like um, the cultish nobles? Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me just open this book. The Martikov family, I think, is it? No, Valakovich family. So they could be... I was going to say that family should be uh, Emmett Otter's family. Okay. Who are they again? Uh, Emmett Otter... Uh, is they're sort of separate from the Muppet world, but still Jim Hem- Henson uh, Muppets, oh. and they're like a band. Yes, that could be that family. <laughs> I like that. The pigs could be uh, the wolf hunters. There's two two uh, wolf hunters that you can also find at the inn. Um, oh, that could be a... Uh, they kill Andy wolves. They kill, kill wolves and sell the meat for a living. Oh, the pigs? Okay, there we go. Yeah, Andy and Randy are uh, two pigs um, who could be the wolf hunters. Mm-hmm. I don't know when the last time they popped up and things was. But yeah, so the... 2010. Yeah, I kind of feel like that's everybody that I care about. <laughs> that's fair. So then I... our, the we're still sticking with the idea of like switching back and forth between Strahd trying to just put the pieces back together and a party of faces we recognize uh, <laughs> hunting down the monster, as yeah. it were. Yeah. Um, absolutely. And I, I see yeah. Lee. So we've got Lee Pace as Strahd. Mm-hmm. Irina in the past is Jodie Comer. Tatiana. Jodie Comer. Tatiana. But Irina is Camilla the Chicken. 
Gonzo is the narrator who is Sergei, um, the brother of Strad, lover of Tatiana, who is deceased. We have Madame Ava is Miss Piggy, who is also Strad's mother. It will be revealed. Um, Sweetums yes. as Rictavio slash Van Richten. Who did we work out as Esmeralda? Uh, we... Bean Bunny. I think, yeah, I think I like Bean, Bean Bunny. Bunny in there. Yeah. Bean Bunny. Um, the party is Kermit, Rolf, Animal, and Fozzy. Yes. And then I'm not going to go through all the others because I think they're the kind of main. Yeah. The main. They're the main one. ones. They're going to be the on the. Ones. They'll be on the poster, basically. Oh, definitely. I definitely love the idea of Lee Pace, Gonzo, and Camilla the Chicken on one of the main posters, the little love triangle. <laughs> and yes. then you've got your your party. I feel like it's going to be those, um, you know, in like ensemble hero films where each hero has a poster on their own and they're just yeah. standing really strong. That's the party. <laughs> and there'll be taglines. <laughs> like fuzzy mm. bear <laughs> I think you could also have just the party down at the bottom with Camilla and then have Castle Ravenloft with just the piercing eyes of Lee Pace yes. through the clouds for that like yes. 80s look yeah yeah yes absolutely I'm so excited for this movie now <laughs> I really want it to exist I don't think uh, wait I feel we're not like... This isn't happening. We got to pitch it. I was it. calling Hollywood to no. We got to pitch do it. all of this. Oh, well, okay. yeah. We we have to get to them first. Yeah, yeah. This oh. is the priest. Yeah, yeah. This is we. All we, right. we got to get. We got to get the money. We got to find. Uh, who do you want to direct? I think I'm going to go back with Taika Waititi directing. I think Taika could bring uh, a good amount of comedy to it while still bringing heart. Yeah. I feel like he would be, um, he would cameo maybe as um, maybe someone running a tavern or. Uh, the stagecoach driver? Yeah. Or just because when you go to Castle Ravenloft, um, perhaps he has a butler that could also he be. He does a butler. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm vibing on this. I think we're good. I, I think I agree. I like yeah. I think if Lee Pace doesn't accept this role, we just go to Ryan Reynolds and tell him he was first pick. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. Uh, yeah we'll we'll, of course. we'll take this time. Um, Lee Pace. Hello. <laughs> this is we didn't roll for this. And Hi. we haven't a great idea for you. Are you looking to play one of the most powerful vampires in all of literature? No, not that one. Um, and are you looking to interact with Muppets? Well, have we got a deal for you for nine ninety five? Because he's paying us, right? Yes. Okay, for nine ninety five, you have the opportunity to join the Muppets in Curse of Strahd. You know how popular D anD D is right now. Get on board mm-hmm. and uh, join in. Uh, yep. uh, please also call us. Just yeah. not like for this deal, but like. Yeah, because we'd love to just chat with you. Yeah, big fans of uh, pushing daisies, mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit, yeah. uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. You do great. We just mm. want to chat. Yeah, you have a beautiful face, um, and you're very tall. You're very pretty, very pretty. We would love to talk to you. Would love to talk to you any day of the week. 
Um, uh, not Friday. I'm busy. You're busy oh, Friday. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Uh, but if we could, look, it will coordinate schedules. But like, yeah. I'm, I'm busy on Friday, so like, yeah. I can't. We're um, usually busy Wednesday on um, Thursday nights. I I do a um, D and D campaign, so I can't do. That oh, that's right. Either. One one of us is in Australia. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. One sorry of us is, this is Eastern time, one Central. So we yeah. will have to coordinate yeah. a little bit there. It'll but be interesting. I, Look, I, yeah. we are we we will coordinate to your schedule. So you yeah. just let us know when you're free. Yeah. So long as it's uh, those times that we said right. are okay. Yeah. 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 Um, Bard in the yard. Thank you so much for coming into our yard. I hope you've enjoyed your egg and this conversation. Is there anything you would like to uh, tell the wonderful people listening to? Um, do to engage in your content keeping in mind that this podcast won't come out for a little bit (laughs) (laughs) that is perfectly fine uh i stream on twitch at twitch.tv slash bard in the yard you can also find me on twitter at just bard yard uh and on youtube at bard in the yard all the places where you can follow and be a part of it uh, the one place that you'll probably want to follow me the most is on Twitch, as I am a part of Team SideQuest, a group of wonderful streamers who are raising money for charity all throughout the year. And if you are not following me, make sure to follow all of them. Uh, and even if you can't contribute to charities, it's always good to just signal boost the message as much as possible. And we'd love to have you join us in the yard. It's a wonderful place and everyone's fine and it's not scary. Okay. That's good. It's not. Yeah. Uh-huh. Don't believe huh. people. It's not scary. Okay? Come okay. to the yard. The the yard. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, and thank you to everyone who is listening to this episode. As our biggest and only fans, I mean, uh, one of many of our fans, we would love your help to spread the word about our lovely little podcast and show. So please tell people that we're really cool and funny and that they just had to be here or they're missing out. You can follow us in all the podcast places and also on twitch.tv slash we didn't roll for this. We're currently running a live play campaign called The Hers of Strahd, streaming world building and some other one shots soon. So do stop by. Thank you again. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. And Bart is waving. Hey, newsflash, just in, Kaylin and Dustin discussing Dungeons and Dragons, they fuck custom. Answering the questions you didn't know you wanted to. The kind of stuff play home players can find if it's true. So come and listen to our heroes, weirdos. Here goes, they're gonna tell you what the things their brain knows. Here those, uh, wait, what's that? The episode's over. Oh. Huh. Okay, well, uh, come, come back next week, please. Sorry I called you weirdos.